Shostrom is joining us for our budgeting basics today. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Kelly. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. We've been talking about things to uh, like help help people today uh, stay nice and cool because it has been a week of 90 degree temperatures and that kind of thing. And now we're going to be talking about not just that, but talking about caring for your mental health and controlling financial stress. We're going to have it all figured out today. <laughs> That's always a nice Thursday, right? Just get everything settled so you can enjoy the weekend. I think it's a great idea. And I think these are great tips. So I always tell everybody, grab a pen and paper, write some stuff down. And of course, uh, you can always chat with Kelly. She's got her own website, kellyshowstrom.com. If we start talking about things and you're like, hmm, I've got more questions and you want more time, that's where you're going to go. But today, that was exactly going to be our topic. Tips to care for your mental health and control financial stress, because we all know what that's like. Exactly. And so I think, Kelly, every week we talk about some of the tactical items, right? So how to set up your budget, how to pay off your debt, how to know where you're wasting or spending a little bit of extra money in certain areas. But I think it's really important to also sit back and think about um, how are we actually doing in this whole process of figuring out our finances, or maybe not even figuring out our finances because we're too stressed to even be at that level, right? And mm -hmm. so to sit back and to be able to think and reflect on how am I doing and um, are there things that I can be um, avoiding or um, eliminating from my daily routines that'll reduce my stress? Are there coping mechanisms that I can have? And so all these different types of tips and um, just items to help make the stress of money less because when we're stressed out, there's other things that are affected, right? Um, our eating, our sleeping, our relationships. And so um, trying to keep the stress as low as possible. That way we can actually actually use our energy and concentrate on the things that, you know, move the needle. Yes. Okay. So where do you want to start? All right. So just a couple of stats right off the bat here. Um, more than half of adults say that money negatively impacts their mental health. Um, this is from an article on bakegrade.com, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if that number was actually a lot higher because I think money affects us in some capacity and maybe 52% um, it's having a larger effect than others. But um, it's something that people think about daily, especially those of us that are living paycheck to paycheck that are getting hit by um, maybe the economy and inflation, um, uh, unaffordable rates right now, not being able to get out a mortgage. And so this is something that your neighbor, your parents, your siblings are all also dealing with. So definitely don't feel like you're alone. Okay. Yeah. That is just overwhelming. And you just got to go, okay, take a deep breath. You're still here. Sky's still blue. We can get through this. Let's just figure it out. Exactly. And so some of the tips will will dive right in, Kelly. But um, the first one that I really like to 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 talk about is focus on what you can control, because I think it's really easy to get bogged down. And like we said a minute ago, inflation is out of control or um, my pay isn't keeping up with inflation or I'm living pay paycheck to paycheck. And um, oh, my gosh, the interest rates are so high right now. And some of these things we can control, but some of these things we absolutely cannot. And so to spend our energy and focusing on what we can't control is a little bit of a waste of time. Right. And so it's good to be aware of how the economy is doing and that sort of thing. But um, focusing on what you can control is going to be step one. So that's going to be taking a look at your budget, looking at your spending. Um, are you saving enough? All that's that those sort of tips that we talk about every week. And we'll get into some of those today as well. Um, but that's something that you should actually spend your energy on because that will actually reduce your stress, not worrying about um, current inflation rates. Yeah. 
Good point. All right, let's move on to number two. All right, so you're going to establish a safety net. And so I know it's really hard to think about saving money um, when we are living paycheck to paycheck and we are in a really expensive time in our economy. But now is a better, no better time than now to prove that having an emergency fund, having a little bit of extra savings is actually really, really critical and important. And so when you look at your own finances, think about um, where am I spending money right now that if I just pause that spending for a little bit of time, I could just stash that money away. Um, are there any debts that you can maybe pause paying extra on and you can stash that extra money away just to build up your checking account a little bit, to build up your savings account a little bit, because when we have a little bit more wiggle room, Kelly, we're less stressed about, um, are we going to overdraft? Are we going to be able to afford the mortgage or do we have to play the calendar game with when our paychecks arrive and that sort of thing, right? And so when you have a little bit of a buffer, um, it reduces some of the tension, some of the stress and some of the unknowns. And then you can start your plan again to pay off debt, to um, follow a budget rigorously, all that kind of stuff. But Having a little bit of extra cushion, um, it's surprising um, how how much that's going to relieve some of the anxiety that you have. I, I feel like I could be a great budgeting person if my kids would listen because I could save them so much money on food delivery. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about the food delivery service because there's a time and a place where you're like, oh, I just don't feel good. I really want somebody to deliver it to me today. But when you're doing it like every day, that's a lot of money. So. Really? And and I wonder if that's like a generational thing, Kelly, right? Because I never use that service. Maybe it's maybe it's just a certain type of personality really loves that convenience and doesn't mind paying for it, right? Um, but I think that's a that's an employment opportunity for you, Kelly, to say, Hey boys, <laughs> I'll go pick up your food and you can just start right. paying me, right? I'm good. That is a great idea. It's funny because maybe I've taught them this. I don't know. I will use it to get groceries. Like I have like Instacart. And I, and I used to get groceries, you know, where you could actually have them have it ready for you. And it took like two minutes and then I would just go to the grocery store and get it. But now it's days. So now you can't just get groceries and, you know, like put your order in and come and get it that same day. Most of the time it's like God, days, like three days from now. And I'm like, I'm going to be out of all my other groceries by then. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, and even if you did get those groceries in three days, yeah, it's like you can never keep up. And so I no. think depending on the service, it's worth it or it's not right. Right. And so for me, like I, I do this one service where I can still work because I, I work from home while I'm working. I have somebody else doing all my shopping and I, but I only do it like once a month and then I'll go, if I'm out, then I'll go get my extra stuff. So it's maybe, you know, seven or $8 versus, I don't know what they're paying. And, you know, I'm like your $40 order for all of you now became $80. So how did that happen? Yeah, it's really um, interesting how people pay those prices. And if anyone yeah. is an avid, um, they support these delivery prices, please call in and let us know because we want to know more about you. Um, but yeah, I, I'd be curious too, Kelly, if you did like the 90 day expense tracker with your boys and they could see how much and separate that deliver, delivery fee out from the restaurants, right? For anyone doing this exercise at home, don't count the delivery fee in with your food um, category separated out. Cause we're kind of curious on how much you spend in the delivery part of this. Mm -hmm. And that number might be enough to encourage people to be like, Whoa, this is kind of out of control. Or you might think, wow, that's a steal. I don't have to cook. And I only spent <laughs> $300 this month. <laughs> right. I don't know. It could go either way. Exactly. Okay. All right. What's next? 
All right. So this one, um, we're going to find ways to earn more money. So we were kind of just talking about that, but, and I know this is a, this is a topic that is either really easy for people to get on board with, or it's impossible. Right. And it all depends on your situation. Do you have a really busy home life? Do you maybe not, are you a single parent? And so getting an extra job on top of your other jobs is kind of impossible. Um, are you the primary caregiver and you have kids and it's, cheaper for you to watch them and then get a job and have to put them in daycare, right? So we understand there's a lot of different life situations. Um, but for those of you that can make it work, and I want to have everyone seriously ask yourself, have you seriously asked yourself if you can make this work? Because, Or are you just saying, no, it's not for me because you don't want to work extra hours, um, which I also get. But finding ways to earn extra money, um, it could just be a few extra hours at your current job. So can you just work more at your current place? Um, is it time to negotiate for a raise? And so there's lots of materials online of how to negotiate for a raise, when to negotiate for a raise, right? Um, can we sell things around your house that you no longer need? Kelly and I talk about all the time. That is my go-to. Um, mm -hmm. I love flipping furniture. I love selling things around the house. Um, it's an easy way to earn a buck and it also cleans up your environment a little bit. Um, or do you want to take on a full extra side gig? And so whether it's super easy, maybe you're working at a big box store um, for eight hours on the weekends, or um, maybe you're picking up a night shift at a gas station, or you're doing the entrepreneurial thing and selling your work online or working with clients. Um, all of these ways are interesting and um, real ways to earn extra money. And when you earn extra money, it's a little bit more money that you get to play with, which of course will reduce your stress because you can put it towards the things that are really stressing you out, Kel. Right. Good point. All right. We've got two more minutes. All right. This next one, I'm going to We've kind of touched on it, but I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper. It's pay essential bills. And so when we have our budget, Kelly, we know exactly where money is going when times are tough and maybe we're not making enough to cover all of our expenses. And so things are going on a credit card. And what I want you to think about is look at all of your uh, reoccurring spending. So things that have to happen automatically, your, this is going to be all your bills, your subscriptions, that sort of thing, and put them in order of most important to least important, right? That way, if money is tight, you know, okay, these top areas are the ones that I'm absolutely going to pay. And you know exactly how much money you need every month to pay those items. And you're going to say these things at the bottom are going to be negotiable where if I can't pay X subscription, it's going to not be a big deal. We're not going to lose our house, right? Um, and and to take that one a step a little bit further, Kelly, the things that are at the bottom, actually ask yourself, do I even need these right now? So are there yeah. subscriptions that you can cancel and totally get rid of? Because if they're on the back burner and you might not be paying them anyway, maybe just get rid of them, get rid of the stress. One less thing you have to worry about. There were so many things that I had that were in that category of like, I would go somewhere and they're like, we have this great deal. You can sign up for now. It's just $20 a month. I'm like, oh, that would be great. And then I literally think I had probably six of them. So it's <laughs> like, oh, I don't need these things. These are just, these are just fun things for me to get. You know, everybody loves to get mail, right? So I'm like, no, I don't need these things anymore. And that saved me, you know, $100 a month. It definitely adds up. And it's something that um, when times are tough, it's not worth it. But if you have plenty nope. of money, do it and have fun, right? And so- right. Um, it just depends on the situation. And that's why we keep in touch with our finances and ourselves and our money, because we want to make sure that what we're doing isn't hurting us. And so when things are great, go ahead and splurge a little bit more. But when you have to rein it in a little bit, when things are tight, that's okay too. Um, You've got a w website, kellyshowstrom.com. How could people learn more about all these great tips? Yeah. So go to the website and that's going to be your one-stop shop for everything um, free, 
Um, you can see the freebie library where you sign up once and you have access to all the free materials like the 90 day expense tracker that we talked about and a whole bunch of other um, downloads to kind of get started in your finances and paying off your debt and even just, you know, getting a hold of what's going on with the current situation right now. Um, and then when you want to take it a step further, Kelly, we can do one-on-one um, uh, one -on -one kind of sessions where you and I work together to, um, you know, figure out what are your goals and what do you actually want to achieve? And then I help you stay on track and stay motivated and your accountability buddy. Um, and then you can also take the course if you want to kind of dabble, but you're not ready to commit to one-on-one -on -one yet. Um, and that's really affordable. And it's the exact roadmap that I took to pay off all of my debt. Yeah. And it was quite a road, quite a road trip she took, but what a <laughs> great ending she had. Exactly. All right. Thanks so much for joining us.